Hi, and welcome to episode 213 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I also live, work, and raise a family here in Atlanta, Georgia. You can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. And this week, we have Tara with us because it is a cookbook review. (laughs) Hello. I'm so glad to join you guys again. I'm a photographer with three kids and a husband living outside of Atlanta. And I love reading cookbooks, reviewing them, talking about them. And to be honest, I'm so happy to be ending my day doing this with you all. I love talking cookbooks. (laughs) Same. Our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So normally, this is the space where we talk about why we chose this book, etc. In this case, we did decide to review from Nadia Bakes. Uh, but we also decided that sometimes when we review a book, we may not be able to recommend it. In this case, that's what happened. So in the spirit of our podcast, which is to be a positive space to talk about things that we love, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, Kate, we have been having this discussion sort of over the past week, and we did also plan to record and then we kind of bumped it and we made a few more things. And it just, this happens sometimes to us on Mm -hmm. recipe weeks, which is a little bit easier to pivot from uh, versus an entire cookbook review. But I think in, you know, in the 200 episodes that we've Mm -hmm. done in the probably, I I mean, I don't even know how many cookbooks we've reviewed at this point, Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, We were bound to run into it at some point. So here we are this week. We're going to, we're going to pivot on the podcast a little bit. So we still have some good content for you today. Just not Mm -hmm. what we planned. And um, if you are interested in Nadia, Nadia's cookbook, um, I would encourage you to get it from the library. I know my library had it and there was quite a a long waiting list. So go ahead and give it a try before you purchase just to make sure that um, that's exactly what you want. So we'll leave it there. (laughs) Yeah. We'll leave it there. And I think if you are curious, we have a thread already open about this in the Facebook group, and we're happy to chat in there and uh, share some of the baking experiences we did have. So um, yeah, let's talk Mm. today, though, about some cookbooks that we loved. Yeah, I am excited for this. We're going to go round robin style, which means that we each get one cookbook that we want to share that we recently got or an old favorite, talk a little bit about it, pitch it. Kind of like how we pitch it to each other. <laughs> We're doing cookbook reviews and recipes and things. <laughs> and um, just let you know what I'll think. Uh, what, Tara, what is your first cookbook? I'm going to put you on the spot. She's going first. <laughs> well, yeah. And I <laughs> totally feel like cookbook? I'm on the spot because I have like, I could talk about five cookbooks right now. <laughs> yeah, you could. You got one. Um, What's your first cookbook? Yes. Okay. So, so this one, and guys, don't be aggravated with me about this, but this book is, <laughs> it's called Clean Slate. And oh. it's a cookbook and a guide to reset your health, detox your body, and feel your best. Oh. Um, which is not wow. typically a cookbook that I would typically go for, but I was following, I believe her name is Sarah Hartman, um, and she wrote Feeding a Family. She used to have the blog Two Blue Lemons, I believe, but she is more health conscious. Anyway, she was talking about this on her Instagram, just decided to check it out at my library, and I really liked it. I periodically, because I do like to bake and I love cooking, you know, sometimes I just need to like 
give my body a little bit of reset after having really rich foods and especially this time of year. So I picked it up before Thanksgiving and typically on like cleanses or resets or whatever, I'm always starving, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm trying to help my stomach out. But this I didn't. And I really enjoyed all the recipes in this book. It didn't feel like you were eating health food and it's very straightforward. It's by Martha Stewart Living. I did feel like, you know, the recipes would probably like turn out okay because I feel like that's a well-tested kind of machine. And I was right. So, and I easily picked this up at my library. I mean, it's not a super fancy cookbook, but I just, I, I find myself that I go back to it and I've done this whole smoothie in the morning, a good salad and a good soup at night. Um, I've done it three times now and it makes my stomach feel amazing. And I love the combination of vegetables. There are meats in there. Anyway, um, we don't talk that often about health uh, cookbooks because I tend to stay away from those. Well, same. I think we're both kind of the same way. But I also do think, Tara, to, to your point, you know, I mean, there's only so many German chocolate cakes you can have in a day yes. before maybe yes. you should have a smoothie just to get some nutrition in your body. So <laughs> right. it's nice to have a, a cookbook, too, that, you know, I love to hear that you're going back to it. That, to me, is a sign of a good cookbook. Right, right. And that my kids and my husband also enjoy, so you know, the things that I make out of there, which I think says says a lot. And they're not hard recipes. I love that. It's short ingredient list. And it's an easy weeknight type of uh, cookbook. So once again, it's called Clean Slate. It doesn't exactly, I think it's a combination of people that wrote the book. But anyway, we can put a link to it. Um, Yeah, we'll put all these cookbooks in the show notes. Betsy, Kate, who's up next? Yeah, I'll go. So this book that I have been trying to cook cook out of lately is Claudia Roden's Mediterranean and it's treasured recipes from a lifetime of travel. And this was one that 10 Speed sent to us through our book ambassador program. And at first I kind of thought like, oh, I don't know, is this going to be really fussy? And is everything in here going to be like a, you know, recipe from gourmet mm. in the late nineties <laughs> with pages and instructions or something? And it is delightfully simple. And the pictures are gorgeous. I'm going to read you this because it was just the most beautiful introduction to a cookbook also that I have read in a long time. And so she wrote, when my three children left home all at the same time, 35 years ago, I decided to leave too and travel around the Mediterranean. I went alone, all I venture without plans or arrangements. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of takes you in this book through that time of her life. She's a cool lady going on a cool adventure. (laughs) And then this is her collection of recipes from over her life. And so the things that kind of the same with Tara here, I would doubt that any of these recipes have more than 10 ingredients and probably most of them have about five. And they're really simple things like chicken and grapes that you have over polenta. Oh, that sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just really almost everything in here is just really simply prepared for things maybe I, you know, wouldn't have normally otherwise made. And then there's some that are projects like, you know, she's got some, some things that are a little bit more out of the box or a couple of steps that are traditional Mediterranean dishes. But it was, it's such a joy to read. And also it made me really think and appreciate just very simple mm-hmm. cooking 
with sort of what I had in the house, but the flavors have been really good. And Sounds delicious. I've been really enjoying it. It's like a little breath of fresh air <laughs> over here on my So say the name of it one more time. No. It's Claudia Rodin's Mediterranean, and it just just came out. So it reads like a travel cool. cookbook, you know, like a travel mm-hmm. memoir. But- so I loved it. Yum. Kate, what did okay, you read? Okay, um, this actually was Betsy and I did a Costco run the other day. And which is new to us and still very overwhelming. <laughs> it, it's like we, I, we've, we've both had instances where I bought like how many fig bars did I buy, Betsy? Like 40 or something? Like, I don't know. Like, it's out of control. It's it's unnecessary. But we do love the book piles. And I got Autolenghi's Test Kitchen. <gasps> That's in my pile over here. <gasps> Tara, which I've enjoyed. Because you remember, things like. I made I made the Biang Biang noodles. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And I made so, a recipe from it tonight to so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll actually yep. we'll have a mini cookbook review and exclude Betsy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Odalinki's. It's happening <laughs> anyway. Great. So, Odalinki's Text Kitchen, I think, is a really great book in that it is from the Text Kitchen's crew. So, Odalinki is like a like a deli restaurant um, in England. And they do have a test kitchen where they're developing recipes all the time. Yodam Odalengi is like the guy who came up with this whole restaurant. I think what's so cool about the concept of this is that um, it's really meant to get you in your pantry. So like the first part of the book is like, oh, cans and jars. Do you have some evaporated milk? Look on page 226. There's a recipe for you. Are you, do you have black mustard seeds? Yes, I have way too many of them. That's page 42, 50, 59, 72, and so on and so forth. The recipes themselves are written. I will say this. They are not Claudia Rodin's very simple recipes. Mm-mm. You know, Otolenghi never is. No, no, he's How complex. Of, right. <laughs> he's complex. But it, I think of it was it's closer to simple than it is to some of his other books like Jerusalem and flavor and things like that. I think it's, it's still like, don't get me wrong. It's still a situation, but I think it is closer. I don't know what you thought Tara about like the ingredients and and how it was set up. Yeah. Otolenghi is still a challenge. I don't think even though it's called like it's from his test kitchen or whatever, and it's supposed to be really simple. Yeah. It's, it's not an entry level cookbook, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, there's some interesting ingredients in there, but he explains what to do with them. You're not left wondering how to do this. I mean, his recipes are well written, but Mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of steps, you know, and you can't just open it up and have it be 4 p.m. and be like, what am I going to make? You probably have to do some kind of preparation earlier in the day or the night before, before you start cooking. But, I will tell you the recipe I made tonight, I've made it three times and I've had the cookbook, I think maybe a month, maybe six weeks. So, but it's a chickpea. Is it Kecioe Pepe? Is that what you said? Pepe. Yes. That's what I have bookmarked and I haven't made it yet. It looks so good. Yep. I I will tell you though, it only took me um, 75 minutes. Sorry. This is probably a side conversation, but, (laughs) um, it's like you, you just have to play with some of the recipes is what I was getting mm. ready to say is sometimes you have to make it once or twice 
um, before you really figure out how to master it. But anyway, I highly recommend that one. And then, of course, there's challenges in the cookbook, like the Biang Biang noodles that I made, which... I mean, that was an all day process and it wasn't like labor intensive. It was just an all day process, you know, right. uh, um, with the noodles. But so there's fun challenges, but there's also some quicker things in there. Great flavors. Uh, great flavors. I have not cooked a ton out of this. I've marked up some recipes. I think you're exactly, you're spot on Tara. And I also think this is a cookbook that I would not give a beginner mm-hmm. at all, Mm-mm. but I would definitely give someone who's like, got a deep pantry like I have a pretty deep pantry and I just started getting this vegetable box every week and I'm mm. kind of looking for things to do with it. So I was like, oh, this would be great for ideas for someone yeah. who's got a creative mind, but is also kind of looking to use up your, your pantry that's full of stuff. So if you yeah. know a cook in your life, actually, this would be a great cookbook to give someone who cooks a lot, but is maybe looking for dinner recipes that might kind of give them some new ideas, but also, you know, someone who likes a project. Mm-hmm. Do not give this to someone who told you I'm looking for 30 minute meals. They <laughs> no, will be upset. No. <laughs> they will be upset. All right, Betsy, do you have another book? Do you just have your own book? No, Kate, I just have. Okay, well, I, um, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> it's been like this book. And a lot of bags of steam in the bag vegetables <laughs> lately. So that's fair. Fair. All right, Tara, how about you wrap us up with another book that you really enjoyed and I'll share a quick one and then we'll, we'll close out for the day. Well, this is, I, I mean, I kind of feel silly even mentioning this because I know we've talked about her before we've mentioned her. I know some of our listeners have her cookbook in our Facebook group, but I go to Alexandria Stafford, her site all the time. I I mean, her Instagram, she, cause the other thing too, is she's introduced me to lovely people. Like she's introduced me to some wonderful cookbooks that I wouldn't have looked at, you know, whether it's Hetty McKinnon um, has this great recipe for ramen that she made. And now I want the cookbook, you know, and I make this ramen all the time in my house. So I, I mean, her cookbook, Bread Toast Crumbs, is one of my Solid. most used cookbooks that I use on a, almost like, I almost want to say weekly basis. And I definitely, I'm on her Instagram page looking at her stories. I'm making one of her recipes tomorrow night. I think that's a good reminder. If you have not picked up Bread Toast Crumb, if we have not convinced you yet, this is, consider this your, your like, we're, we're going to start calling you individually, essentially, <laughs> if you have not picked up bread toast crumb it is so good well okay so a cookbook that i have been pulling out more often lately is my deborah madison cookbooks and i have like is it i'm gonna look this up it's vegetarian supper oh yeah i'm not totally even sure when that came out it's an older cookbook And the thing I like about that is also it's really simple because I like simple cookbooks and it, it just reminds me sometimes to eat a little bit lighter. Like dinner doesn't have Mm. to be Mm -hmm. something huge. You know, she has a lot of ideas for just like, you know, toasts or a simple egg dish or here's a really simple tofu dish, but here... And then she always puts in these things like, I would pair this with this wine. I would I would go for like an Oregon 
Pinot with this. And maybe I like hard cheese as a first course. And something about reading her descriptions and how she writes that and everything seems so like simple and lovely. And it just sort of resets if I've gotten into a cookbook or into a thing where it feels like dinner has to be huge, complicated nine by 13s or like not even complicated nine by 13s, but like multi-step dinners or like a nine by 13 casserole or something. And then I get back to that and she's like, you can just make just like some some mushrooms and toast and serve it with like, I would eat this with a light salad and a glass of, right. you know, something. And she gives you a good recommendation and it just makes you, um, it's aspirational to me, but in a really good, easy, achievable way. And it just makes me feel calm. <laughs> and so that's why I like her books. <laughs> Which is writing. important at mealtime with the, mm. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think, I don't know. I love cooking when I'm not bothered by other people in the kitchen. And it becomes, it does feel like, I don't know, it kind of feels like art. You know, you're creating something and you can be inspired. And there is like a peacefulness, you know, uh, sometimes when you're cooking. So it's nice to not have sometimes fussy recipes and to, you know, to have it just more straightforward. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I get that. (laughs) Mine is not that, um, to wrap it up, uh, which is <laughs> every, but see, you can't see her, but she's pursing her lips and, and kind of sighing a little bit. I mean, I would love, love to be, um, meditative and simple in the kitchen, but I, you know, here I am. Uh, this is the time of year that I make my German cookies and for mm. the holiday season and Louisa Weiss is one of my favorite authors for her classic German cooking and so I have been making nothing but tr- but German traditional Christmas cookies I made Pfeffernussen on Saturday I had the Liebkuchen that has been sitting in my cabinet since October rolled that out so they're but I think what is nice about them is that I make time in the holiday season to do that and I think mm-hmm. what it prevents me from doing is getting too crazed because like i have to make these cookies sorry i'm not doing anything else i'm not making complicated gifts i'm not um making complicated dinners i'm just doing these cookies and i'm really enjoying it and i love it so much i found a second german baking cookbook (laughs) which i'm showing everyone now (laughs) betsy's laughing at me but it's true called advent by anya dunk um, which is another German baking cookbook specifically for this season of Advent. And she's got a whole bunch of fun recipes if you're obsessed with German baking the way I am, or if you're just looking for, um, this would be if, unless you're totally like me and into this like hardcore, this would be a great cookbook to check out from the library, um, and just kind of dig into it and find some fun things to do. But I think at the end of the day, what we're all saying is that like, we need to find things that have us find some joy in the kitchen because we all got to eat. <laughs> Sometimes it's a two-month process of a cookie, and sometimes yes. just some mushrooms on toast, which frankly sound much more sane, Betsy, and a little more grounded. <laughs> With a nice glass of wine. wine. Complicated German Christmas cookies are not your idea of fun, but it's fine. You know, we all have our likes and dislikes. Yeah. I did I did yeah. see that she's coming out with another cookbook. Yes. I did. Yes. I did see that. Yeah, so she is. I don't. I. I think is it more German baking? It's German cooking, or German it's, cooking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cooking. Cooking recipes. Well, oh. 
that's what we have. That is our cookbook review. A little, little more chaotic than normal, but hopefully a fun ride to go on with us. We'll have all of these, um, maybe, maybe a picture of Betsy's cookbook wall. Um, but definitely all of the cookbooks <laughs> that we talked about and any, um, you know, tips or techniques that we talked about in our show notes. And if you're interested, you can always go to our Facebook group, which is at Dinner Sisters Podcast. If you want to talk about the cookbooks you love, or if you'd like some inside baseball on why we decided not to go um, and review this cookbook for today. <laughs> so with that, we'll see you next time. That's what's for dinner in this special episode. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you.